Hello and welcome to the Common Thread Collective here on MutinyRadio.fm, San Francisco. We're here at 21st and Florida Streets right at the corner. We hope you come and join us sometime. We do a live show every Friday. Maybe not next Friday. Next Friday is the Friday after Thanksgiving. I think we're going to take that day off. But there are very, very few days that we actually take off um, because we are dedicated to free speech and, and loving community sharing. And, uh, of course, I'm here with Diamond Dave. Hey, Diamond Dave. That's true. For quite some time. Quite some time. The past has been shaking hands of the future through the now. Right now. And hey, Bell. Yeah. Why don't you kick it off with a poem? Uh, uh, kick it off with a poem. And you're right. We're inviting folks to come by. Join in. We got a lot to talk about. We got a lot to talk about. Where do we get called? Where do we go from here? And I said, the past shakes hands of the future through the now. And today, as Gregory Corso first said, today is the first day of the rest of your life. So take it away, Val. All right. Thank you, Dave. Yes, it's been a, a trying week for everybody. Um, and uh, a few days ago, uh, I was at work and I was certainly happy to be leaving work when I did. And as I walked outside, it was raining and I hadn't looked at the weather forecast. So I didn't know it was supposed to rain. And um, so I had a song um, jump into my head. So I'm going to play that song in a minute after I read this poem. Um, but it certainly felt like we needed the cleansing. So here's a, a a summer poem I wrote. The sun came fuller into the sky and I slowed down for a long draw. Body at play in the lilting curve of an arc. Mine is a slow slide, hugging to the shores of summer. No rush except that of the creek, which softens my skin, carrying overcharged particles that it pulls out of my feet in one eye-opening tree swaying in the blue sky moment of cleanse. I don't know why the music's not working. <laughs> Hold on. I don't know why the music's not working. I, I know I had, it was, it was so, uh, I, I felt like I was ready. It was just going to like flow right through. Um, here we go. Let's, let's see. Maybe it'll work now. Oh, I, yeah.
Yeah. <laughs> That's the love. That's the who saying love rain on me. And that's in many senses, I guess. There's the who. They're the big deal right off the Beatles. At the time, I remember it quite well. Well, pretty well, somewhat well. They were the big deal after the Beatles. And he was crying out. He's crying out to the world. Love, rain on me. And here we are. And here's our brother, Bloodflower. He's going to give his spontaneous, at the moment, spontaneous, extemporaneous reply. Hey, Bloodflower. Hey, everybody. Good to see. Good to see you, and about to hear you. That was uh, that was the Who, and who's next? Yeah, Bloodflower. thanks for thanks for playing the Who. I've been um, obsessed with that album for the past fortnight, I guess. Oh, really? Um, I was going to ask you to play Doctor Jimmy, but that's fine. Yeah, <laughs> that, that was a fine cut too. But I suggest if you want the full experience, you got. Listen to it from beginning, whoops, beginning to end. Well, it's a good, uh, good uh, suggestion, and we got time today. So well, maybe we, we can do, do just that. We, can, All right. we can do whatever we, we'd like to do here to put it out there. Because okay. it's time to be getting together, to, and that's about love. Rain on me. Take Thank it away, brother. Thank you.
Thank you. Wow, Bloodflower, thank you. Thank you, Bloodflower. You know, I realize that it's, that's meditation music. Oh, yeah. You close your eyes and you put yourself on that track and just keep on fire with your brain. Hey, Bloodflower, that's meditation m- music that moves me to meditate. Yeah. Moves me to wonder where we go from, uh, in my thoughts of where I'm thinking about where we go from here. And how we can make this more happening. Thank and, you. And, Thank uh, you. Uh, well, no thanks necessary. It's it's hey, blood flower. The word is it's a, it's it it's it's its own reward. Thank you, brother. But thanks for the thank you. So Val, words have not been spoken. Val, <laughs> yes they have. But anyway. But it's true though that that revert that uh, vibration that reverberation was really. Um, soothing <laughs> i really i mean it's a deep sound but you know i always play too loud <laughs> no i just feel like i play too loud i i don't think so no, just right. i've got the headphones on so but far so good they're oh, drone all right i don't want to blow any uh circuits or that's all right they're, they're already drone. kind of blown no, you're long <laughs> just you're long anyway yeah that drone that drone is like uh like the ohm yeah the ohm which is the sound of the world, all the universe moving. Yeah. Om, that's why we go, Om. We get in a circle sometime, Om. You know, and that's what we do. And you know, Dave, it, um, it's, I've been thinking a lot about spirituality, especially this week. And that's not something I usually think about. Have, anyhow, um, but <laughs> we could get into it a little bit further. But um, because uh, you and I, even though we didn't see each other at this event, we were both at Civic Center that's on right. Tuesday morning for the sunrise ceremony uh, to stand with, this, with Standing Rock. And and the water protectors in North Dakota, who are fighting to uh, keep the pipeline from from uh, encroaching upon um, land, water, uh, cultural sites, and and um, the the sunrise ceremony on Tuesday morning was so beautiful. Um, one of the things that I really appreciated was the fact that they had, uh, as part of the invocation, you know, not only representatives from various uh, Native American tribes, but also and had invited people from a, a variety of spiritual belief systems to come and be part of the of the morning prayer, really. Uh, there was the um, there was someone who sang a song in French. Uh, there was a Wiccan woman. Yeah. Uh, there were other people who came on to um, to sing like the song from the longest walk. Uh, there was a, a Christian woman. There was um, the the Jewish and, and a Jewish uh, uh, was there a rabbi and a woman rabbi a woman rabbi and uh, I she never said I didn't even saying she's a rabbi but I knew she was a rabbi and I knew and it was mostly women too wasn't it it was uh, uh, yes of the speech. It was mostly women there. I mean, there were some men too, but then there was a, a man who came up and the, and the whole crowd omed three times. That's what I was thinking about. I, I, oh, that was such a, I mean, it was such a powerfully moving morning. I was so glad that I got up and, and got out there. Um, and uh, yeah, just, I mean, there's the people coming together uh, for the common good uh, was so 
powerful and so loving and 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 palpable out there i mean i i kind of just wandered in on my own because I, I had to go to work afterwards but i was kind of walking around on my on my own saw some familiar faces Many. but it was such an emotional it's been such an emotional week that you know i'd just stand there and you know and then i'd just start crying a little bit and then, and then i'd walk around more and i start crying a little bit and i'm like oh my god this is this is wild you know and and then um and then in the crowd i saw uh, my sister-in-law just kind of out of nowhere and so you know we went up to her and we embraced and like just had like this really good cry together <laughs> and like you know we were just embracing and and everyone around us was just everybody was just connected you know i the, that sense of separation just kind of melted away and uh it was i'm just I was so moved by it, and uh, it was amazing. Starting in front of City Hall, yeah, on the wall, on the on the on the on the, on the dome, poems on the dome, on the poem. Yeah, it was a, as before as the sun was rising, before it was rising, was projected stand by standing rock, projected. I hadn't seen that for quite some time. Then I, that was then as the light began to come up, I looked around. We saw groups. I saw groups of people coming in from the four directions. And that's where I do. That's where I begin to have that same feeling that this is special, special, special. And then the sunrise ceremony, and then the various folks, mostly women, as I said, speaking from their various, uh, the very various uh, paths, mm -hmm. various paths led by Native people, Indigenous people. And then we went together. We had a kind of a circle dance, didn't we? Where we circling. We did. Where we're circling in a circle, and people were joining that circle. And as you could circle, other people were standing. Said, "Join that circle," and we circled and circled and circled, and slowly, just to the right, uh, right beat of the universe, Om, beat of the universe, Om. And then, uh, then uh, took a short walk together to gather right in front of the by the, the what is the, the the engineers, the army engineers on on uh, on Market Street. We closed down market for quite some time as it continued, went on till noon with people speaking, people talking to one another, people crying, people were thinking, thinking various thoughts. One of mine was that this is the way. I've been to so many demonstrations in front of City Hall in UN Plaza. Usually go uh, radical leftists, I mean, all radical leftists, uh, answer type, uh, type affairs. Where we're speakers, mostly men. This is mostly women. This is not about any ideology. It was not pushing anything. It was not Marxist or Leninist or any of that. It was people speaking freely, finding one another, and God us know. We we need. Uh, God us knows we need this. What the, what the woman who just left? She's a goddess blast. Goddess, uh, didn't she? Oh yeah. yeah, when people sneeze, she says, "Goddess bless." Oh, goddess bless. I thought, I thought goddess blast. I heard it. That's not. That's good. We could blast uh, too. It's you know. I saw. Uh, <laughs> I, I, you know, there are times when I wish that I was a visual artist. You know, that I could draw things. So that, you know, I get an idea, and then like, oh, that'd be a good like little you know kind of commentary you know comic strip kind of thing but alas um, my you know my pen writes words and not pictures usually but so I've been seeing a lot of uh, you know just art uh, shared around and uh, I saw <laughs> there was a good one there was this uh, it was a, a female figure and she was kind of surrounded by this you know uh, 
just surrounded by this golden light, basically. And it was just like a little drawing. It wasn't some sort of grandy, grand artwork um, by any stretch. But um, outside were these like kind of sinister looking fellows who were kept like trying to poke at like the bubble around her. And, uh, and it was a meme, you know, so it said something along the lines of, you know, when, um, when, when negative uh, forces try to try to fuck with you, but uh, your life force is just is just that strong, you know. <laughs> it was just like, you know, she's standing there and she's got this whole like, you know, golden aura around her, and just it's just not even being penetrated by the negativity. Um, I just thought that was really really cool. Well, we better uh, do just that. We better, I would say, about a bubble around San Francisco. I would think about the whole Bay Area. A group of smaller bubbles, well, bubbles, Berkeley, Oakland, San Francisco, both sides of the Bay, bubbles, and under a big bubble that includes the whole Bay Area. That's what we better start promoting. Yeah. On this show, promoting. Hey, folks, come on down. Promoting and being a voice of. So, uh, so I wonder if uh, uh, Val, wonder if it's appropriate to play Ruby. Everything is going to be all right because uh, we need we need to focus on that. Uh, I, I, well, it's good to focus on that. That the struggle lies ahead. I just saw. Uh, I just saw uh, uh, the last thing I said from Trump in the Trump Tower. Where people are hanging out, taking pictures and so on. It's the Trump Tower. It's impenetrable. It apparently is a new White House. Trump Tower, just as he said, just at the same time he built or acquired the old the old postal building. I mean, this is a classic structure, a block from the White House. Somehow he got that. It was the it was the same the postal 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 go postal postal. <laughs> <laughs> and somehow he got it. Don't well, go I'm speaking extemporaneously, but please, I'm just letting I, it flow. I, I know. I know you know. We've been doing this for quite some time. But this building, which is a classic structure, somehow Trump got it and worked on it and got his people. I'm sure a lot of them were not undocumented. Got his people to rebuild it as a Trump hotel, two blocks of the White House. But well, isn't that convenient? Well, shoot. Now, we look at how he's put it all together. So I want to talk about all that a bit with you okay. and the world. But let's play while I take a deep breath because my back is really hurting. Ouch. But I'm rising above. Ouch. Let's play. Uh, everything is going to be all right. And let's continue. Is, uh, sh should we do that, Val? I, uh, yes.
Oh, everything's going to be all right. Thank you, Ubi Doobie, for letting us know. As we do every week, you're listening to the Common Thread Collective, mutinyradio.fm. We're here at the corner of 21st and Florida Streets here in the Mission District of San Francisco. And we love that we're spreading around the planet on the Internet, um, spreading, the, spreading the word and the love um, from right here in San Francisco. And... Dave, you were just uh, talking to me about this book you picked up. So Mo- oh, indeed. Modern Times Bookstore, which has been an SF institution for 45 years. It, it moved locations once, but... Um, Several times on uh, on uh, Valencia Street. Yeah, and, and then... And it, it continued to do really well. Yeah. Continued place that I was living there, as you remember, living a block away, so I'd always drop in. Yeah. And so many amazing events in their back room area. I saw the friends... Uh, uh, I remember seeing the uh, the now national poet laureate Juan Felipe Herrera back there with about six people. I went in, I'd go go, and uh, and I could tell when he ended, when he looked at me and I looked at him. There's only about six, seven, eight people there. That this guy talked about the mission and growing up in the mission and uh, uh, was simply and wow. That this guy is now. I, I, Am I surprised uh, to see that he's now the, uh, he was a state poet laureate. He's now the national across the whole USA poet laureate. Juan Francisco Herrera. Amazing. And there's other amazing things they do. It was a collective. There's no sense that, end, that their end would come. Certainly not like this. And like as that generation got older, I got older with them. We're going back 30 years with, uh, with uh, modern times. And uh, they're uh, and now they're they're closing. They're gone. In fact, they're go- going, going, gone. I was at the last event, uh, open mic, that uh, who held who held. Uh, Kim Shuck. Kim Shuck was the host. Was the hostess host. of that? Uh, she used to do the second Sundays there, um, and I'm I'm not sure where they're moving. They might be going over to Adobe, but. Um, Kim so, so Kim Shuck, who's nominated for the Poet Laureate of San Francisco, um, so some, something that will be announced in the new year. So, but, Modern Times, when is it, do we know when its last day is? Well, it, I think it is past, but it is open now. All the books, as I understand it, all the books are there are, uh, are a dollar apiece. Shoot! Maybe, but maybe Adobe and uh, Alicat. That's kind of sad to pick the bones. I don't know. Are coming in, but any, but come in. They want to sell the books a dollar a piece. That's what I understand. And the bookshelves. You need bookshelves. They got bookshelves every size and shape. How sad and how true. But I was there with Kim Shuck, and as I came, as I came in, I looked by the dollar box, and there, uh, there, right on top was. Uh, was it by Hurricane Street, $1, by Ron Kovac. Uh, Ron Kovac, and it said, this is going to come out, this is a uncorrected proof, and it's going to come out, which they send out to bookstores, and then the bookstores see if they like it, they order it, and this fits right in with Modern Times uh, motif, Modern Times theme, with Modern Times was, this book, Ron Kovac, do you know who he was? Yeah, he's the one who wrote the Born on the Fourth of July. July. He came from. Uh, uh, he came. Uh, he came back from the Vietnam War, a paraplegic, condemned for a wheelchair, but still strong in spirit, a warrior, condemned to be in a wheelchair yeah. for the rest of his life, and he found himself in what what he portrays as a snake pit, as a hell. 
the VA hospital, the special ward in Long Beach, ward in Long Beach, for, uh, and this fits into what we're about, where we're going with uh, Trump coming up. The special ward in Long Beach for paraplegians and quadriplegians. And quadriplegians. And he began to know them. They've been a struggle with them. The anti-war movement, Vietnam vets against the war, kind of came out of that. He certainly did with banners flying. And I knew him. He and Richard Boyle, who I, I, he and Richard Boyle was a great journalist. You ever hear of Richard Boyle? No. Oh, he was a great journalist. He was the first one to go to, to Vietnam. He went to Cuba before he could go to Cuba. He was there, where it is now. And the three of us used to hang out there in the, the, the tower, there across in the library, because uh, one of the two, Richard, were living there. And we hang out and walk side by side with Ron at demonstrations or go, where we're going out to hang out together for quite some time. Ron Kovac, born on the 4th of July. And was I surprised at how appropriate to see a book sent, a book sent to, now what's the no more, uh, no more uh, modern times. I don't know if uh, Ellicott got one or Adobe got one. I'd guess not. I'd guess that modern times is probably on the list of occasional press, press in the spring of 1974. So this is Hurricane Street. Hurricane the, Street. That's where he lives. When he got out from the paraplegic, quadriplegic ward in Long Beach, but has kept his connections and to drive to the chase, he decided that they would go to then... Uh, uh, Robert, uh, uh, Senator Cranston's office, long past Cranston's office, and have a sit-in about the conditions, which we're all beginning to hear about much later, much later, much later, uh, much later in the VA hospitals, you know? Hmm. And he writes so well, so clearly, and the funny, this is the first book he wrote since Born of the Society. And he, uh, and he decides to uh, help lead, a, uh, to lead or to organize a, uh, the quadriplegics and paraplegics in their wheelchairs to go to Cranston's office and have a sit-in and, the, and, a, and a food strike. A food strike. And this is the, the story of that. This was in 74. Uh, to improve the deplorable conditions in VA hospitals. Well, that's still going on, isn't it? This is in 74. And, and, anyway, and let me read a paragraph, and then we'll go into what's happening with Trump and so on. Blah, 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 what's going on and what we face. And Oh, here's Richard. Hey, brother. Hey, Allison, we're here. Okay, things are happening. So let me give it a chance, as far as I know, this book is on a table. This was just a, uh, this was, well, you know, in the library. Why don't the library? They'll send you uh, uh, un, uh, uncorrected proofs. Let me read a paragraph. Open it to a random. Out of my wheelchair and into my waterbed on Hurricane Street. And this after you got the idea to have this sit in. This wheel in in Cranston's office. Do you remember Cranston as our senator a long time ago? Long time, 74. I do, of course, being an old man, 79. So take care of him. As my mom would friends. say, that's BV. That's I got before the memory Val. of living there during these times. 
everything is progressing nicely. When a few nights later, for some reason, I stop writing. I don't know what to do. For the next several hours, I sit behind my desk, waiting for the words to come. But there is nothing. I feel frustrated. I can't concentrate. Why am I even with the? Why am I even writing this book? I ask myself, what am I? What am I doing here on Hurricane Street? The truth is, I can't stop thinking about the the, the war and the guys in the Long Beach VA hospital. Marty, Danny, Jafu, Willie, and Max. You get to know them in this in in the, this book, by the way. I mean, as real people. I can't abandon them. Wasn't I the one who promised I would be there if they needed me? Wasn't I the one who said I would never let them down? I have to do something. For the moment, there is hope with the Patient Workers' Rights Committee, a belief that we could make a difference and that our lives could be improved. But they had infiltrated our group, set veterans against one another, did all they could to stop us. Who do these people think they are? How dare they try and stop us from expressing ourselves? What kind of country is this? What kind of democracy is this? Where men who sacrificed almost their entire bodies are kept from exercising those very rights and freedoms they supposedly fought for. I am angry. This has to be. This has to be, and there has to be another way. My thoughts drift, and sometimes around 1 a.m., I begin to type, type the word arm. I sit staring at the letters, just th at, the, th at the letters. Just three letters, A-R-M, American Revolutionary Movement. I think, to, I think to myself, yes, and that's what I'll call it. Arm will be the answer. We will be the spark that will set off a raging prairie fire, sweeping away everything in its path. It will be a powerful organization, the vanguard of a great movement. Veterans from all across the country will join us. Millions will take to the street. Citizens from every walk of life, all of them will come. All of them will march with us. Their fists raised high in the air, chanting and cry, crying out for justice, for an end to this madness. I can need to work on the end of this madness. And that becomes the American Veterans Movement. And from there, that they say he goes back to the Long Beach, uh, Long Beach, uh, uh, the, uh, the, vets, the Vets Hospital. And he gets the very boys who he mentioned, that very list, and they get in their wheelchairs, and step by step, they go to a place that he had to spend the night, and they have wheelchairs, and they, they go to, then they go to Cranston's office for their sit-in. And Cranston wasn't even going to be there, he found out, but he couldn't tell the boys that. He said, let's just do it. He said, let's just do it, and let's do it. So he's also at this time living the fact that they think Cranston's going to be there. He knows Cranston probably won't, but they're going to going to be in the office nevertheless. So this is a mystery story. This is a great read. And all we have is some uncorrected proofs, as far as I know. And, uh, and uh, sad to say, uh, sad to say uh, modern times is gone, because they were the ones putting politics with their socialism. And maybe when it's, uh, well, I better, I better wind up for a minute. We're putting their socialism out in front. And when I went to the open mic, Kim Shock's over mic, it was all older people, mostly older women there. And the youth were not there, maybe a few, but the youth were not there. And that was one of the things that was a problem with modern times. Plus, 
that they stuck to the socialism, although uh, Bernie, it's funny, Bernie is a democratic socialism, and a socialist, and people voted by their millions for Bernie, knowing he was a democratic socialist. Unfortunately, they didn't come to modern times. Uh, well, whatever. Unfortunately, modern times, it didn't transmit yet. So there we are. There it was. And also the fact, I think, that you had to pass two bookstores, Adobe and Alicat, both of them up to date, both of them not putting politics in front, although it's there to get to modern times. So that may have been it too, but modern times is no more. So, so Allison, I don't know what you know, but Allison, I don't know if this, hey, hey sister, as the librarian admission, they're now having, I believe, all the books now there at uh, Modern Times are for a dollar a piece. So if you have the possibility of picking up some books for the library, that would be, uh, that would be beautiful. I be think that's a great idea. Uh, they beautiful. also sell books in Spanish that we might not be able to get very easily. Yeah, go do it because that's what they realized they were in the mission. Yeah, I, and they got a bigger Spanish thing, but people who didn't come in the Spanish library that didn't work quite well, so they got a lot of Spanish books. Take it away, Val. Well, I was going to say, I was I just checked their website and it looks like their last day was the 15th. So well, that's right. So it, today um, is the 18th, so I guess we're beyond. No, now they have the books for a dollar. Oh. Well, it says that our doors will close on the 15th of, of November, well, so I, I don't have. know what the... You, you can get books for the dollar. They want to, they're emptying it they, for a dollar, closed, whatever definition. Check it, check it out, check by. Yeah, all I'll right. check the website. Maybe I can buy them off the web. Well, I don't and, know about um, that, but you could go buy. You know, they. Um, the thing about modern times is that I always saw them as doing something similar to City Lights, a little bit of everything. But the more literary, uh, City Lights is more literary, modern times. I, I agree. And, and they were the other side. City Lights, the north side of town, That's the right. literary center. But then City Lights did something very creative. They opened a poetry room. There are very few bookstores that had a separate section with little chapbooks that you might not be able to find anywhere else. True. And they didn't mind doing small runs and they also did lots of lots and work lots and lots of work in translation. The same as modern times. In translation from all over the world. So modern times might have seemed more political, but in a sense though as a lover of poetry, I just find that there's politics in every piece of literature, well, of every course. which way you look at it. And so I just appreciated that they really, you could get information from all over the world, all in one teeny bookstore. Well, I believe And I just want to thank Modern Times for being that oh, place. Oh, beautiful. And maybe we can get somebody to call and see. But I've been told, and I believe it, that Modern Times is open. But it's still, well, it depends what you mean, to find open and closed. But they want to empty it out. Books are a dollar. And if you'd, need a, if you'd like to get a bookshelf, they have them. So we could check that out as soon, but certainly take that walk down 24th Street. It's always uh, a pleasure for me to walk down 24th Street and uh, and walk down 24th Street. As the, uh, just as Grant Avenue in the Beatnik days was my stroll from, uh, from the place 
where we hung out with the bagel shop and city lights and Vesuvios, just as in the hate. Um, Maestro uh, in the 60s and the hippie time, Maestro was from Stanion to Masonic. Hey, people, hate them, Dave. And uh, today, Maestro is 24th Street. And I'll miss one modern times uh, for sure. Uh, uh, go ahead. You have a paper oh. I want to get to. I want to talk about where we go from here as far as Trump. But go ahead. Uh, uh, well, Allison, yeah, let's see what the library oh, ladies Yes, got. I do. It's just um, speaking of stuff going on in the neighborhood, I just thought I would segue very quickly into Mission Arts and time. Performance Project. Yeah. Um, the first Saturday in December, the library is going to open their patio I don't know what kind of weather they'll have that well, day. No way can we know. But we can always move it upstairs where we have great acoustics. It's going to be the Holiday Patio Performance Project. project. Hollywood and Holiday Performance. We just want to stress, wonderful. and since you're going to talk about the election in a minute, I just want to say that just remember that the library is your open source information access place i need to make an acronym for that but just we're open open source information access space maybe that means inspiration and oasis and oasis maybe so the patio where's the patio is that uh it's in the the front it's more like a little plaza in front of the front door at 24th and Bartlett. And um, I have a couple of people lined up. Um, I feel like Trio Cambio is going to help us oh, close I hope it so. down read my mind. if they're there. And um, just remember that the map has is always looking for more venues. And for more performers, um, I'm not 100% sure they're on Facebook anymore, but they can be contacted through um, Dave's close friends, Jorge Molina. Jorge. And uh, David Kubrick. David Kubrick, the two. Jorge. And others, especially Red Poppy Art House. They always have contact, even though they're not the main um Yeah, and and people can go. There's a website. You could go to mapsf.com. That's M-A-P-P-S-F.com, the Mission Arts Performance Project. And uh, and it was so good to have. I was so delighted. I was so inspired. It made me feel good to have Jorge walk through the door of my midday party at Adobe and do his yearly blessing. Were you there then? Or was that a, were you there? I, I, you know what? I was, um, I was not there yet. I, I, I was uh, trying to park my car, and oh, I saw so Jorge in there. So he I, was. Um, he gave, gave a blessing as he does every year. Mm-hmm. That's inspired. That's all I have to. That's what I can say. Inspired. And this, when we got Jorge and David together so many years ago, and they had that idea for Map, the Mission Arts and Performance Project. And uh, it, it'd be a great inspiration. And is that next year? Well, we have a couple, um, th- another Friday. We won't be here for the, the day after Thanksgiving. True. Will we be here before the before MAP? Yes, we will, because MAP is Saturday, December 3rd. So we'll be here Friday, December 2nd. So, Allison, help us. Uh, get to people. Let's have, let's have, uh, as we have in one way or another. Jorge has come through. 
or David's come through mm -hmm. and uh, and let people know because we're in the mission. We're kind of a voice, a voice, not the voice. I'm clear of that. I always like to be clear of that. But a voice of what's happening here in the mission. Matt, so Allison, if you give us a hand getting people in, come yourself. I'm sure Jorge will come in. He parks his cab right outside and mm -hmm. runs in the door and lets us know what's happening. And uh, David's uh, long overdue about coming in, and I'm so glad. Are you in contact with with, with uh, them? I've been with at meetings with both of them. Um, one meeting was too soon after the election, so there were very few of us. We rode over at Adobe, right. and what happened is um, I did meet um, a nice lady from Adobe who said she's going to help us do an altar. And it's just going to honor all the diversity of the of the mission. Oh, lovely! But maybe the world at large, because yeah. I think feel like we need to remember that we all live here. Um, that's my ongoing map theme. And we'll remember <laughs> every time. Remember my line. Well, it comes to me. It's very my line. At city in the mission. At city in the city on the planet and in the street. And here we are. Well, that's beautiful, so let's, uh, yeah. let's make that happen. I think I've tried to do that, but you mentioned Trio Cambio. Yeah. So good they were at my B-Day party. So special and so on time they are. That we are with what they do, with what we're about, or what we have to be about with Trump. So yes. are you in contact with Trio Cambio? Well, yes, they, um, they're going to try and come, and they at your birthday, they did a wonderful piece that honored Standing Rock. A lot of people are heading up there again next week, including one of the managers of the Mission Community Market. Really? Um, her name is Vanessa, and, I do, and yesterday was the last Mission Community Market till the new year. Oh. It's on 22nd and Valencia. At, well, more like 22nd and Bartlett. And in the new year, Bartlett is supposed to reopen. That's going to be a big performance and market spot, as it has been for years. But it's going to be bigger and better when DPW finishes the job. But just to mention Standing Rock, because that's been on everybody's mind, wondering what will the new president do um, the previous map was in honor of Standing Rock, but it's this map is going to look at the larger perspective of just the neoliberal ideology that has played into privatizing every piece of public land, every piece of natural land, and every natural resource. Water is private in most of the U.S. Um, there's very few cities or towns or communities that that build uh, the water resources themselves and open them up. Um, well, well, I think we have we are, but, but what I wanted to say is let's try one one. Let's try to find a more peppy for that. Keeping it community, you keep it mm -hmm. in the community, keep it with the people. That's what, what you said is all right, but yep. a bit of a, 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 a double or triple mouthful. But, but that's a very good theme. I'm down for it. Oh, I just, but I wanted to say what reminded me. At 4 o'clock, at 4 o'clock, there's a group that, in fact, 
They come out of the kind of the flower shop where I live, come out of spaz, semi-permanent autonomous zone that in fact are going to be going, they're going to be calling in. They're having a special event today by the, by the, by the bay. They're going to be calling in. They're going to be leaving. I think today they're leaving. My friend, he should be calling in. They're leaving for Standing Rock wow. today with Great. a big truck full of food, including a, a, it was 80, I think it might be 800 pounds of sausage, he told me. But they're calling in. We'll ask him more about it. Wow. So what, please watch for that. For that what yeah. what group I'm, is he with, Dave? I'm not sure. We could ask him. I know mm-hmm. that that's how I'm, we're living where I am, the flower shop. Because I was down and uh, I was down with the Rainbow family right after Katrina, right after Katrina, feeding the people, and they came down then with a veg- veggie bus and a mm-hmm. flatbed truck uh, with uh, supplies. They, that's where I, they did, I met them. That's how I'm living, and so we fed the people. That's when we had our uh, our, our free kitchen called the Welcome Home Kitchen, uh, right after Katrina, and they came down and joined us. From San Francisco, and I said, "Who are you guys? We're Spaz. That's where the special. What is it? Autonomous unit, semi-permanent autonomous zone. Oh, zone. Spaz. And there are a bunch of underground ravers who are hoping to be semi-permanent. We now they now have a permanent autonomous zone, which is some land up north." And uh, uh, now they're, they're, and so I met them, and we fed people side by side. And I'd been, I'd, I'd visited uh, the flower shop, so I knew, and I needed a place to live. And I didn't want to, uh, and I saw, I didn't want to have, have to go through roommate interviews. Oh, he's too old. He might die on it. Blah 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 blah. blah too old. He's like all that stuff. But they said, come, come and join us. And that uh, 11 now in my 11th year, that's why I'm there. So we should have a call. I know we have 4:30, Yeah, I'll call. keep my eyes so are watch open. Watch for the light to go on, will you? I I, I always do. I know that's <laughs> always do. We always do. That's what? the theme of the show. What? <laughs> but but I wanted Allison to be able to finish up uh, and talk kind of wrap up what we were saying about this the map for this the theme for this oh, coming right. map. well the theme um like i said last month was standing rock and this month is more about what are the larger themes in the u.s and around the world that have made it so that a place like standing rock has to fight just to keep clean water and I just want to mention that it's not just neoliberalism it's also something that contributed in this election greatly which is no good information resource you can't turn on your TV anymore and get the news you need you certainly can't open up your local paper and find what you need and um even in here in our community, it was very hard to find out who was running for office. What did they stand for? You had to be in the street. You had to talk to your neighbor. What, those are good things. Right. You, but you also had to be a little bit on Facebook and Twitter, which I found very negative. You should have been able to just pick up your free examiner and find out who's running, what did they stand for, right? and where are they meeting. Um, the major me. candidates had meetings all around the neighborhood, and I barely saw one flyer. That's a That's very right. good point. You and know, um, well, those were really important meetings. I don't know who organized them or how they got in on it, but... Democratic clubs. 
Yeah, well, and, uh, it's, they had candidates' nights. Yeah, that's right. The, and, and the party was shutting of, people out. That was the other thing. The, the party was really shutting out other points of view, at, even as people were trying to find out how to support Bernie Sanders. Well, yeah, party, uh, uh, well, that was definitely true. And even uh, I, I, you know, even with the, well, one of my. You know, one of my pet peeves about every time the election an election rolls around is that you you I mean sure there's some information online that you can go seek out, but usually you don't get your voter guide until like a couple weeks before the election. And meanwhile, so yeah, meanwhile all these oh people God, have people have been you know campaigning. There have been petitions. There's been meetings, as you're saying, and you know you you don't get any of that even in the voter guide, really. No, so, and I just want to give a shout out. To to public radio, some KALW and KPFA. Really, KPFA this yeah. time led the way in being an information resource. I, agree. I just felt like if if I let a day go by where I didn't at least listen to the news headlines, I wasn't going to know the latest about the presidential election, but even about our. Um, Supervisors. Um, Berkeley was getting a new mayor. Right. Um, I learned about the supervisors here in San Francisco from KPFA. Yeah. And um, that's because they invite neighborhood people on every morning. Um, they talk to neighborhood authors. They sponsor neighborhood events. Um, it, it's really phenomenal how they get by. They did special election coverage. And um, they, wow. And places like this showing up here when I could. And um, it, the library was also a good resource. We tried to have as many resources as we could. We put them on our website. But we also got extra booklets for the state measures. We good. had them at every library, hundreds, and so that course. people could come in. And we had voter reg forms. Go libraries. Go to library. This year I really realized the power and the use. Thank you, folks, of the Pissed Off Voters Guide, who put all their money together and put out 70,000, I think, and got them around. They did. And they went with clear explanations of... uh, uh, the, the, the clear explanations of what the, what these various uh, these all of these all of these all these propositions were about what's real and how is it how is it it's something you'd carry into the voters booth with you a cheat sheet they called it of, uh, with you the pissed off voters guide thanks a lot people and it was so good to have me here at uh, mutiny radio here on the common thread character to put that out yeah they now. were they were great i mean the, they love oh, it that's wonderful they love what we yeah, do i read it i read it many times and we want yeah, to continue. i used it, it as brought humor into it too yeah i used it to um i mean i I, I wasn't voting, you know, their slate card uh, per se, but I was um, I was definitely taking their their ideas into consideration, and I was actually using one of their slate card guides to make my own notes as I was doing my own oh, research and saying, oh, yeah, yeah, like, I agree here. I'm like, oh, no way, you know? So, like, I, I actually used that as, like, a little, um, you know, more of an outline than this is anything, but um, you're I right. I pretty much entirely uh, because I went through, I knew about it, 
I knew about all of the issues, I, uh, a lot of the propositions, and pretty much, and I know them too. Pretty much, I knew, and it was true. We're on the same. We're we're on the same page. Pissed off voters' guides, same page, and it turned out to be true. And Hillary Ronan, our uh, our, our supervisor here in District Nine, was there. Was their choice, and she was my choice. And thank Goddess. She's the new, in the midst of all of this, is a new supervisor, will be for District 9, against all odds. Hillary Ronan, we're going to try to bring her in in a week or two. She said she'd like to come down again. Mm -hmm. Well, I also want to say that the, that pissed off voters guy, that is another great example of how a neighborhood-based or community-based group had to put together an information resource because... Um, large corporations aren't doing it for well, us good. anymore um the chronicle is owned by um an out-of-state company canada called um the hearst corporation the, well the chronicle is the examiner now let's be clear there's no more chronicle well there is a chronicle, there's a chronicle. but that's the examiner right. that's we started with the examiner uh they bought the, right. the examiner they hearst bought sold. weekly and they bought the the the, the, the old bay guardian they bought all of those, and they took it, took it to Canada. I remember when they came in, the suits, because people were to try to say, it's okay, we're going to do what you want. But anyway, that's uh, beside the point. Oh, Go ahead. Well, yes, and I but should mention to you that that SF Media Company does now have offices on Market Street. It's the Examiner and the SF Weekly. It's right near... Offices, but their headquarters are in Canada. But go it's, ahead. Yeah, it's not far from the Hearst Building, oh boy. which is also on market. But um, the Chronicle used to be family-owned. And one of the members of the family was the type of person that would have backed Alan Cranston Alan or, or Jerry Brown. Alan Ginsberg. And um, she... <laughs> What? When she died, her name was Nan McAvoy, and then when the family, the family, told her they wanted to sell, and she fought it, but she was just a voice of one in that family, and they sold it, and um, the Chronicle reflects that it's not here in San Francisco anymore, and I. The, the, the old Jewish, by and large German Jews, who came here in those early days and began to do and planted the seed for that kind of thing. Very interesting. Anyway, I think that's one of the themes of MAP also. Just it's neoliberalism, but what does that mean? That means that it's everywhere you really go, know. everything is private. Um, private education. Right. Um, private parks private media, private natural resources. And I feel like that's a lot of what they're talking about at Standing Rock. So like I said, this theme this month is very much an outgrowth of the support for Standing Rock. Well, it's how do we support each other that's in right. this um, corporate run? Well, that's what all my universe. poetry is about for sure. And let's do it. <coughs> Concerning the theme of what we're about here, and uh, so let's do it. And uh, oh my God, sorry. anyway, so hey, Allison, thanks for coming. 
Do you have any? Oh, and uh, thank you, do, David Kubrin, for giving me a copy of the statement that hopefully he'll read Friday, December second. Okay, where nice. did you read that? That is his thing. Well, we'll see how it all happens. Let's go down, David. If you're listening, come on through. I'll stop by. It it happens that uh, that when the wind song is a roommate and can help of of, uh, of David right there on Harrison Street. So let's come together and do what we can. I'm glad that's happening. And let's make it. I want to see the last day, Allison. This is a proof Thank copy. You, Thank you, okay, Allison. You find, if you find out, I want you to look at this. If you find out this came out, I, do you have any uh, any right to buy books for the Mission Branch? Um, what happens is we we take any and all recommendations and we send them to the main. And if the main library can find a way to buy it, they will and they do and so, they do often so um, oh, well, that's beautiful well, why don't you see what I will take a look and see if Hurricane Street ever came out in a, print because this is an amazing book and you have Born on the Fourth of July this is the second book and it's so it's so amazing you heard those paragraphs I read now that's what I call clear writing no extraneous words it bang 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 and the whole book's like wow 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 and uh, I haven't even got to the point. They're just about. They're collect. They're on their way to Cranston's office, which is where I where where I am now in this book. And I want to thank everybody for by the great spirit, which I mean every bit away the great spirit for for having me look down. And I saw this by this this box by the. Uh, by the by the door and it said one dollar books and there on top was Ron Kovac who was so much the spirit of what modern times was who was such a and whoever he happens to be hey Ron wherever you happen to be we love you you were, were, were and Richard Boyle too two amazing human beings who would brew came back to me as if they were there when I looked down it said a dollar and gave them a dollar and I had to put that book in my pocket and there it's going to remain until I finish it and I'll pass it on if you'd like to read it, uh, Val. Yeah, I'll bring it in next, uh, next Tuesday. Thank you. Next Friday, because I would have been done with it. Yeah, Is there's it? also, um, I was, was walking on Bryant Street on, because uh, we're here at 21st in Florida, I was walking down Bryant from uh, 20th Street, and there's a, a little, uh, you know, take one, leave one library uh, box built into a tree over there, and it, uh, there's an I, I don't walk past it too often, um, but I think if we if we uh, start uh, letting people know, it's going to grow. It's going to grow on a tree. It's going to grow. And, and I've seen that idea in other towns, in other places, mm-hmm. neighborhoods where people like to read, good reading neighborhoods, uh, good reading neighborhoods, and they do very well. There's spontaneous talk about uh, talk about neoliberalism, and what you portray is the opposite of neoliberalism, liberalism, which is people lending a hand, and that's grand, and putting it out there. That message that each uh, that want to leave a book, leave one, take one, is definitely part of it. So hey Val, let's put on some music. I will. And then I can talk further. And let me see what's around and I want to talk about uh, I still haven't talked about what's happening with with what we can do about Trump and here in the neighborhood Trump here in the community deal with Trump and here we be so put some music on and let's do that all right will do here's some local uh, rocker and roll here but uh, Jefferson Airplane
You are listening to the Common Thread Collective here on Mutiny Radio.fm. Of course, that was Jefferson Airplane singing Volunteers of America. And it is. It's about stepping up. It's about reaching out. It's about doing what you can. Um, you know, have, just having conversations. Uh, you know, I, f- I found that uh, people really want to connect and communicate and talk and express uh, how they're feeling, uh, where they want to, where they'd like to see the world going. And I think the more we, we connect and have those conversations, the more likely we are to see those visions coming to coming true. And um, it is a very trying time in our country and around the world. And the world is watching as they tend to do here. Um, looking at America, looking at the United States, rather, because if you say America to anyone from like South America, they're like, well, we're Americans too. And I think that that's some part of the um, narrow, uh, you know, kind of blinded vision that a lot of uh, people in the United States of America have is to not be able to see outside of our borders. Um, and we have this, this huge, huge country. Um, and, uh, but there's so much beyond it. I mean, I've traveled a lot. I've been over, I've been to 17 countries and people around the world seem to just want the same thing so far as I can tell, which is, you know, peace and happiness and health in their families and in their communities. And, uh, it doesn't seem like a whole lot to ask. Um, but as, uh, the library lady Allison was talking about the the theme of the upcoming map is what are all these systems in place here that are you know privatizing these shared resources and um, so in the spirit of volunteerism uh, I like to remind people that uh, you can plant a garden in an area that's as big as your television that's my two cents on that so uh, you know let's see what we can do for ourselves for each other and step away from depending upon uh, so much of uh, you know, other people doing things for us. So, um, well, common thread collective. This is what we do here every Friday. Again, uh, it's d- November 18th. Next Friday is the day after Thanksgiving. So we actually are going to take that Friday off. So next Friday, there'll be no live show here, uh, at mutiny radio for us, uh, here on the common thread, but we will be back the first Friday in December. And that will be the Friday before map the mission arts and performance project. So I'm going to put on a little more music here. And then, um, I know we've got a few folks here who have come to perform and do some music and poetry and all sorts of stuff. So, um, and we're going to be getting some phone calls coming up in the next few minutes. So uh, exciting times as always here. Um, Here's another song that uh, I thought, you know, kind of worked for this week. Um, it might even be a little too upbeat for for this week. But hey, we're, we're trying to push push through, push through the uh, through the mud wall. <laughs> Everything feels different.
Certainly a different world we woke up to uh, last week. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, in the run up to the election, I would, you know, I kept telling people, I'm like, well, you know, whatever happens, the world's going to be a different place. And it, it certainly feels different. Um, and uh, cer- certainly was not the kind of difference we were looking for. But whew, here we are. And we're moving forward and, and uh, trying to stay connected to everybody. And, uh, and making, making our, 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 you know, sharing our feelings and getting, getting together and looking people in the eye and connecting with folks who we've maybe never connected with before. And, uh, it's, it's certainly happening and people are activated. Um, I've been kind of on fire all week, uh, doing all sorts of stuff, despite the ups and downs of, uh, emotionally, um, uh, I, I've ran, you know, there's a lot of, been a lot of crying in public, uh, <laughs> you know, but it's the catharsis and, uh, it's the water and it's coming forth and water's life. And, and we're, these are some of the themes that and we're working on. life and we're talking about, we're talking about Standing Rock, talking about right here. We're talking right here in the post-Trump. The last thing I saw, and, uh, this is related to building a movement here. The last thing I saw is that he's made five appointments. I believe uh, the Attorney General is one of them. This guy, Jeff Sessions, if you can find who it is. They're all a bunch of old white guys. So far, oh, what a surprise. A bunch of old white guys leading, of course, his strategist, this white nationalist. What's right. Brandon? What's his name? Brandon. 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 Yeah, Bannon. 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 Yeah. And Ban Bannon is some of the slogans, but here we are. Right. In the, in the Mission District. And you know what? In San Francisco. Kind of an oasis that we better get together and circle the wagons. Uh, but they're not a bunch of wild Indians. Uh, wild Indians uh, asserting their right that you're on our land. But circle the wagons can still be a... Bunch uh, of crazed cowboys. Yeah, a bunch of, okay, a bunch of crazed cowboys. Thank you, sister. That's what we do so well. <laughs> and what can, what can we do here? Well, you know... And we've um, been joined by... Oh, this is Lisa Vincenti. Lisa. Lisa. 
Yeah. Welcome. Lisa is an activist. Lisa is an imaginary and imaginative person. Lisa is a craftsperson. So glad to have you here, Lisa, joining this conversation. Thank you for having so me. That, so what's on the table now is called Where Do We Go From Here? And you can, we, can look, uh, we can look online and see what's come up next. But so far, it's as to be expected, a bunch of people who have not our interests in heart, have, uh, have different interests in heart, and who are going to have to face and circle, or because they're a bunch of crazed cowboys is a good phrase. And how can we build a movement of these various movements? Where we are to help, help, help build a movement here in the here in the neighborhood, here in the city, here in California, and uh, myself, I voted green. I voted green in a blue state. Um, if I may go back to something Please you said back. earlier, uh, circle the wagons. Um, I really think that we. Circling the wagons is only helpful if we have a different kind of plan than what they're using to employ after doing so. I think that any kind of old establishment fight back is not helping when we're trying to get rid of establishment bullshit. So, or I'm not supposed to say that. Um, you can say that here. You can say okay. whatever you like. This okay. is online. That's one of the great uh, 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 being online and not on the air, not under the FCC. We're totally free to say bullshit or whatever comes to mind. <laughs> as long uh, as it's not racist, sexist, homophobic, yes, and all that stuff from. that we're getting from, from Trump. Go ahead. Well, it started before Trump, and there'll still be some after him, but no we do not want to give, normalize that. Um, we need to reduce the normalization of, of uh, racism and bigotry and hate in general. Sexism. And, um, and, and first, you know, not first, this has been going on for ages, but no as the police have been normalizing violence, now we're normalizing... Uh, we're sass talk at the inappropriate violent level and if we keep doing that if we keep finding it more and more normal before you know it will be a culture that finds scapegoats normal mm -hmm. and that is where all the horrible things that we've already seen in the world happen century after century uh, starts getting a stronghold again and we're going backwards not learning from history. That's a good point. And other history are condemned to repeat it. I think that was more. And, and here we are. And it's interesting you were talking, I mean, the idea of uh, scapegoats, right? So, you know, when there's, <laughs> I always see that there's like the script always gets flipped, you know, um, and there's a lot of instances where where that's been the case, you know, coming out of uh, Washington or or what ha or what have you. Um, but you know, to see the most privileged white male figure stand up on a national stage and pretend to be victimized by poor, uh, you know, people who are running away from violent communities and trying to come to the United States for, for a better life is, is such a, is such a hypocritical statement and, and standpoint. And yet there's so many folks who are, who are saying, yeah, yeah, that's the problem. That's my, that's, you know, I'm the victim here. And it's this like ego and it's this victimhood um, when really, you know, individuals are, are making their own choices. You know, I, I've had people, I've talked to people who, um, 
who were, you know, for some reason, uh, you know, supporting Trump I and, and, a single one. and jumped into, you know, saying about like the whole, well, you know, immigrants come here and take hey, our jobs. At least he didn't murder someone. That's what I got from a relative. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, OK, so when I say he is a bully. That is fact. When you say at least he, she didn't, you know, he didn't murder someone like she did, um, that is speculation. And in the the laws of diplomacy, we stick with facts while we are not managing our emotions well together as a collective. Oh, Lisa, as a collective, mm-hmm. exactly right. How do we attain that collective? I think that we go back to storytelling. We figure out how to tell our story in a way that does not make us pop a blood vessel, and we have to tell our story in a way that does not make someone else pop a blood vessel. And when each of us get back to the heart of it, and we have to practice that like how you go and you flirt with someone you don't want to date first so that you can practice being comfortable and vulnerable before you get to the scary stuff where you're going ga 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 i actually want to date this person that's the scary we have to practice in the least scary places first and that means daily living not kicking the dog not blaming everyone else for how we're feeling not blaming ourselves for everything that's not going properly and getting back to being curious be open to our fellow human beings and realizing it's all a dance i ride the bus i always get on the bus i'll say here i am in the 24 i'll say good morning everybody and uh, people i see are in their box maybe one person will say good morning back but uh, but I but my whole day, best things in life is free, is trying to open conversations with people, to, to open conversations to bed so we can all wake up. I think at this time, I, I keep thinking of uh, Occupy. Uh, we we broadcasted uh, live well, during Occupy. I was at Occupy from beginning to end. I think it's time to have a kind of a reoccupy. Where we can have a place where we can just uh, do just as you said, uh, sister. So glad to have you here and uh, here because this is the one place where we can speak and we're being heard around the planet on the internet right here and we'd be right here in the mission. And whatever is going to be happening, we hope to be not the voice of, but a, a voice of it to put it back and help make things happen. Do you hear me? I hear so you. So you're welcome. Thank welcome. You. I said welcome, and you're here. Oh, what a beautiful Thank smile. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, good to you. see you. Because nice I think of you, you a today. lot. I think of uh, how we first connected around, uh, it was around the, uh, on Bryant Street. Oh, at uh, Million Fishes. The Million Fishes. Yes. At Million Fishes. Million Fishes and the Free Farm Stand and the Revolution Cafe are our three big... Well, what was the place... And then also politics. And what was the place... Where it began, I think, where we first met, which closed down, and that block is... Oh, spe- Cell Space, you mean? At Cell Space. Oh, yeah. Now, the role of Cell Space and Jonathan, we have Jonathan, who I met, oh, how many years ago, how much water under the bridge, that's one of the good, one of the good, being an old guy, 79 now, is, uh, is that you got lots of memories. Yes. One day, I'm walking up Bryant Street, thinking about this and that, I hear pounding, boom, boom, boom. What's going on here? I see this one one empty warehouse. You're the bounding. So what? As a curious person, I walked in, 
and he gets off a uh, gets off a gets off a ladder, comes down, says hello. My name is Jonathan. Welcome to Cell Space. And that was going to be a place people could live upstairs, and a place where we could have a lot of. Uh, we did a it's lot a of events, space. communal space, a lot of events. It was a lot in part of the history of this neighborhood and the city. Cell Space. It was important. I believe the first time we met was at Cell Space. Uh, as you would be, you were part of a coalition, kind of the cultural what coalition? <laughs> um, the Cultural Action Network. Cultural Action it Network. Into that. Can. And but we, we met before that. Oh, we did. Well, yes. I can't remember. That's what I remember. <laughs> Our memories should come together. Yes. And part of the storytelling is parting these memories coming together. Yes. And we'd be still active. And it's wherever we go from here. And I always say the past shakes hands with the future to the now, right now. Right now. And so it's so beautiful to see you here. Is what he's pointing. He's pointing what at is, the cup of coffee that's waiting oh, for you, Dave. Yeah, I said, beautiful. Thank you, brother. Thank you, Allison, for that coffee. I needed it. For I sure. want to remind everyone that while we're building a new bridge in the new in the new, I, I'm not saying that right, but while we're working on sorting this out, self care is really important. That's a very good point. Self care is very important. One of the simplest ways you can do that is to take a hundred really, really deep sighs a day. Size, a hundred sighs a day. Yes. Oh, but like fill up your body like it's a balloon. Pelvic floor Please lead us to the side. We're watching for a phone call. There's supposed to be several coming in. Meanwhile, meanwhile, I'm I'm watching for it. Yeah, and you're watching for it. Well, we'll see. Meanwhile, let's try a few. Let's do hundred sighs. Let's take some sighs. Maybe let's take some ten sighs. Okay. All right. And lead us. Show us what a sigh is to you. All right. Pelvic floor to jaw. You are a giant torso balloon. We're going to fill up that balloon. Take a deep, 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 ridiculous breath. And then relax into that breath. Hold the breath and just let your body melt down into it before you give up the breath. And then deep sigh. And feel that emptiness before you take your next breath. And now we push off and take another one. Expand, expand, and then exploring, fluffing those shoulders and relaxing into that breath, holding the breath, holding the breath, getting ready for your big, ridiculous sigh that could make a four-year-old giggle if they watched you. (sighs) And feeling that emptiness. That's two. So three is the magic number. At the very least, you want to do at least three in a row. We can take a moment in between if you want to just find yourself. And then we come again. Fill up that breath. Fill up, fill up, expand, expand. And a big sigh. Uh, (sighs) Got used to it. Yeah. So if you work at a desk or you have a busy job that makes you forget you have a body sometimes, (laughs) it's awesome to set alarms on your computer that goes off every hour, a really simple one, so you don't all drive each other crazy. <coughs> and when that alarm goes off, you take three to five big breaths. That is such a good reminder. I've found myself having to like take very deep breaths throughout this week. Oh, I tell you, yeah. Especially. I've been doing it for two months, I feel like. I saw someone who go in line to vote at City Hall who I I was a little concerned about. I thought she was gonna like, you know, maybe, you know, hyperventilate or something, but she she was just standing there just like 
<sighs> like just yeah. tr- just trying so hard to just like be as grounded as, as possible. Well, um, and it does so many things for you. I mean, like if it's not one thing, it's another. One way or another, that's going to do it for you. And also, if you have any kind of general or specific tension in your body, it helps. But basically, the, sh- the easiest thing to think of is that it's stretching the little elastics that you forget you have and allowing that it's going to help your back I, well i was thinking yeah of that. awesome i came here so, hobbling in such great pain i didn't think i'd be pain. able to do this she do she saw me come in and now step by step step by step uh, improvement let's do two more all right uh, lisa yeah let's do two more okay everybody fill yourselves up like a big old balloon expand See if you can f- get in between the ribs, if you can get that uh, yeah, spine to elongate like seaweed up rid. to the sun. Holding that breath, just feeling your fullness and All noticing genders. little things. Little things are twitching and gurgling and aching and saying hello. Hello, hello, hello. You have 50 trillion cells all on the same team. You're still holding that breath because why not? Getting ready to surrender to gravity and let gravity take it all out of you. All out of you. Don't do any work and surrender. (sighs) And there you are noticing the emptiness so you know where it took you on its magic carpet ride. Wow. You can get high doing this. So beautiful. We should add that to our repertoire, Val. Add it to your repertoire. Why not? Yeah, I'll take eat it. Eat a whole fruit, eat a whole vegetable, and a hundred sighs a day. Oh, my Because we goodness. need your fortitude in fortitude. order to make through this. Fortitude. Word. And a connecting. During, during Occupy, I, used, I carried a sign that said, eat your veggies, because we're in this for the long I haul. I remember. Do you remember? Well, it is the long haul. Kind of. I guess I... There's no quick guy's fix been, for this stuff. For two. Hey, Lisa. And Standing Rock is the culmination of all the things that are going and wrong the right there standing in that one rock, place. It goes across the country. It's around it's the world. It's going around the country and the world, I'm saying. Yeah. And right here. Oh, and they've asked us. They've asked us at 1 p.m. every day to stop. You can set an alarm on your on your everything. 1 p.m. 1 p.m. Take a moment and send those native wonderful protectors your love and your belief that that logical humble requests in the world are good and right and therefore win in the end. Hopefully let's Gandhi the hell out of that place. Let's Gandhi the hell out of this place. <laughs> let's do it to Gandhi. The, Lisa, I'd love to make, make you the a bumper regular st- guest I'm waiting here. for the bumper sticker you for that You are a regular guest it. here if so you choose. Okay. This be the Common Thread Collective. Yes. We cast that wide net and find that common thread. We do. And what are we going to do? We're going to call. There's a bunch of people getting together. Uh, Spaz, we're going to be calling, I hope. They're going to be on their way with a shipment of food for for awesome. um, for Standing Rock. We should have Standing Rock calling soon. We said, I don't know why we're not getting any calls, but here we are doing it right here. But here, uh, here we are talking right here. The calls will come through or they won't. But here we are. And of course, what you see happening here with Val, I don't know if you met Val, yeah. is to be the... Uh, yeah, Val to, and I know each other. Yeah, we to, do. And to we be back a, too. A voice, a voice of all of this. Yes. It's so simple. Just um, to come and sit down and join us right here in the neighborhood. Thank you. Welcome. Thank well, you. come in. Well, and here come is Frankie. in. Oh, they're getting is that set. Or Johnny? Uh, you know that Joey. anybody yeah. can. Get um, set up in a minute. If one feels overwhelmed by how to join in the Standing Rock movement and doesn't feel like there's anything around them that they can join, um, there's a wish list on Amazon also oh, wow. that they have there, and you can buy things and have them sent to them. 
Wow, I didn't know that. I'm going to yeah, check that out. I we'll sent put it them on our some website. fuel a couple weeks ago, and it made me feel good. Wow. So it's an Amazon-based Amazon wish Amazon has list. a Standing Rock or, wait, Sacred... Sacred Stone Camp? Sacred Stone Camp wish list. That's really cool. I, I thought so, too. I mean, you know, it, it just it doesn't mean you have to do everything either the old-fashioned way and old-fashioned stories or... You can get all techie or, or follow your normal patterns and yeah. still make a difference. That That's a really good point, too, because, yeah, a lot of people don't really know exactly what to do. I mean, I had a friend I was talking to yesterday who had found a donation site, and, and she and her husband are in the kind of outdoor uh like sports industry and so they they donated a bunch of their like jackets and tents and cool. and sleeping yeah. bags and things like that because it's good it's good cause i heard it's a mongolian yurt company um sold out all of their stock in deep discount yeah they didn't give them away for free they they valid they um they said maybe wholesale they, or well they said it's not true we're not giving them all away but yeah. we did sell them at a discount and we have no more stock until april okay yeah, yeah the yurts are, awesome. are going up out there for sure and these mongolian tents i studied their website for a little bit they actually look really cool and if you had a piece of land and you wanted a small house on it it actually might be the way to go yeah the yurt the yurt the mongolian yurt but what company was that anyway they're mongolian yurts and they're really cool all right. Well, I'm going to I'm going to put that I'm going to find that Amazon wish list for Sacred Stone Camp and, and put, it, put on it on our website cool. or on our uh, Facebook page. So you are listening to the Common Thread Collective here on mutinyradio.fm San Francisco here in the Mission District 21st in Florida. We're here every Friday. We are not going to be here next Friday. It's the Friday after Thanksgiving. We're taking that day off, but it's that's going to be here instead. Very few and far between days that we actually Somebody don't come Somebody put on some in. music. Hey, John Abraham okay. needs, needs that little amp. Yeah, but I'm going to try I'm going to find it. Well, there was some great um, winter cleaning that happened in the studio here so I'm going to look for that little amp so he can plug in in the meantime I am going to play some music and uh, wish everybody wellness
Common Thread Collective Mutiny Radio. Thanks for tuning in. We're going to have some live music in just a moment. Casting that wide net, finding the common thread, letting life flourish. And we don't panic. We just keep, keep it, it organic, organic. right you, here who, in San Francisco. Who, uh, and uh, who to say, here we have uh, getting ready on the guitar. Oh, yeah, Joey Stewart's getting Joey, ready on the guitar. Just told me, Frankie, where's Frankie? You mean Danny the Machine? Danny, he's not feeling well. Oh, I no. Johnny, and he's lying under some blankets at 22nd and Shotwell. Oh, not feeling well, and it's cold. It is cold. Anybody who wants to go by and and pick him up and take him home would be a good thing to do. Yeah, he's a beautiful human being. He's a sober human being. He's a beautiful human being, and he's sixty-seven years old. Wow, and he's at uh, Shotwell on twenty-second. Danny, see Danny a, a the figure, Machine, a little figure lying under. A 67-year-old figure, they, they're like brothers. Yeah. Both of them amazing guitar players. I said, where's Frank? He said he's not feeling well. Well, he lives outside. He's lying under some blankets at 22nd and Shotwell. Anybody like to go by and scoop him up? That would be so wonderful. Go help Danny the Machine. Please. And here be Johnny. You want to you have Joey oh, play? I want to say, here's Joey. I got these tickets, by the way. Where are they? 
Right here. Okay, I got some tickets. You got tickets for what? I have some tickets. They're Dave giving away. in benefit for San Francisco Living Wage Coalition. Say, will you say that again? David Rovix. Yes. Do you know who David Rovix is, anybody? I do not. Okay, let me tell you. I was on this peace walk. Called, uh, called, uh, oh, David Rovix is an anarchist singer-songwriter. I was on this walk called uh, Democracy Rising way back in the, back in the year. It was the year of... Was it the uh, first year of Bush, second year of Bush, running for the Democratic Convention? Yeah, and here's one for you. From the Democratic Convention in, uh, in Boston to the Republican Convention in New York City. David Grovix played. David Grovix, I'd heard of it thing, as a uh, singer-songwriter, as an anarchist singer-songwriter, and he took a free of myself and a few of Few, uh, f- uh, few, uh, few folks home. He was from the green fields of Yale University. And he's going to be playing tonight. I'm going to go. I wanted, because we had a reunion. We're good friends. He's the one who said, love on the barricades. We find, play some music of David Rovex. Find him online. He said, we got a few tickets here that I was given. Come and get them if you will. Well, I got two, two already gone. We got to take. We got two more here. Okay, there's uh, three more. That's David Rovax uh, at the Redstone Building, and uh, come and uh, come and get. Oh, wonderful! Here's Feather. Just on time. Here be Feather from Standing Rock, my friend. Awesome. I need headphones. Ever helpful? And then you guys can go go out and hear it, right? Okay. Then they can go out and hear it. Yeah. And you go outside and hear it. This is Feather from Standing Rock. Feather. Yes, David. Feather, so good to hear your voice. Things are are happening here. I tell you about the spirit has really come to San Francisco. We had a big, big gathering. Gathering on on Tuesday. In front of City Hall, uh, projected on the walls of City Hall, and the dome was uh, was stand with Standing Rock, and people uh, people from many tribes were there, many allies were there. It was beautiful, and then we moved it to Market Street in front of the Department of Engineers, and it continued, and uh, and the spirit, they were drumming and dancing. The spirit of Standing Rock was definitely here. So tell us more. It's so good to hear you, beautiful. Your beautiful words. Tell us what's happening, uh, Feather. Yes, well, um, I've been here at Standing Rock since September, and I'm planning on being here for the duration, however long it takes. And uh, tonight I'm going to be speaking as one of the allies. Um, <clears throat> have to, pardon me, my voice is a little husky. Uh, the weather's starting to turn more wintry. We had unseasonably warm for uh, just up until two days ago, and now we have some winds coming in, and it's a bit colder, not unbearable at all, and we're very, very busy uh, doing continuous, peaceful actions of water protectors with um, the um, seven council fires of the Great Tree Nation, and they are the ones, the elders are the ones who are guiding us. And we as allies are uh, supporting in every way we can. This is pretty much uh, being worked out. It's being worked out. Who are the 
being worked out through practice of everybody being involved around those fires and the elders standing up and people listening and connecting and people are lending a hand. And so community is emerging, it feels like. Absolutely. And uh, the main bulk of us, there might be, <clears throat> it ranges between two and 3,000 people at the camp. People are coming in. Some people are coming and bringing supplies, helping out, coming for a few days, and going back to their communities. And then oftentimes, they'll get more supplies and come back with the intention of staying for the winter. And that's wonderful. And those who can just come for a few days, and go back to their communities, can do all kinds of work to help support uh, the water protectors here. And it is an international gathering. We have every color of people, every culture. Uh, we have um, lots of native tribes. We are uh, busy setting up the winter. The main camp <clears throat> uh, is uh, preparing areas where people who are coming in uh, we're encouraging people not to bring summer tents, but to be coming prepared for a very cold, possibly, uh, North Dakota winter. Although I have heard the last couple winters have been pretty mild. with a few storms, um, and so we're really preparing. We have lots of, lots of teepees, and we're putting uh, straw bales around the bottom of them, and, uh, and liners, and uh, insulating them. We have over 40 yurts. On on the uh, um, on both sides of the river, the uh, sacred stone and rosebud side are on the south side of the river, and that is actually on um, <clears throat> Standing Rock tribal land, and it's also a uh, hundred or so acres privately owned by the Donna um, Brave Fault. And the camp on the on the north side of the river, which is really a huge camp, the main camp, uh, that is on. Um, is being leased from the Army Corps of Engineers, and we are allowed to be there, and we can uh, create structures, but no permanent structures. And we have just a huge camp, and every morning at 9 o'clock, we have a great big dome that came from Burning Man, and that was brought by the Red Lightning Clan, uh, indigenous group of folks, and that is uh, where we have our morning meeting. Sometimes we have up to 75 or so people. And it is um, always opened with prayer by the elders, and it closes with prayer. And that's an agreement that we have made. <clears throat> and we are under the guidance of the Great Sea Nation for the work that needs to be done to protect the water and to... Um, make sure the elders and children are safe and warm. Uh, we have lots of food coming in. We have lots of firewood, semi-loads of firewood, uh, semis of straw bales that we're using for um, protecting uh, and, and keeping all the structures nice and warm. We have several very large tents with wood stoves in them where people are coming. Uh, and this is all uh, on the, the big camp. There's a as you come in the entrance, you go down what's called Flag Avenue, and there are flags from over 300 different tribal people, over 300, all flying, and you just get goosebumps going down there. And the, and the main sacred fire is there right before, you know, right after you get in there. And uh, the, we're encouraging people who are coming and staying for a short while 
the camp on the north side of uh, of the Flag Avenue so that we can continue preparing large areas for the winter camp. And we have um, several camps that are dedicated in uh, opening their, you know, their hearts and, and spaces for other folks to come and stay. Uh, we're, you know, we're setting up these large areas. We have, uh, we've had three different uh, groups sending in semis of food and others. And that's, uh, we're coordinating that. Organic Valley is helping. There's been a, um, a co-op from Santa Barbara that's just sent a, a, a 700 pounds in a, um, a pallet that we just received today of all organic food. And all of the kitchens are being uh, provided with this food, and we're getting it out to them as they need it, what they, what they want, what they're serving. And we're doing a really good job. We have a great crew here that's come together who are planning on being here for the duration. And uh, so that's been just incredible. It's going real well. We have lots of kitchens. I think we have about 12 to 14 kitchens now, main kitchens that are feeding lots of people. And on the weekends, we have a pretty good influx of, of folks um, who are coming to participate in the prayer ceremonies and the different meetings and the work crews. We have a water truck. We have an area where we're insulating that so that the water truck will, you know, we won't have uh, problems with it freezing when we're filtering the water. Um, the food's just going great. We have wonderful kitchens. We have the Lower Brule. We have the Red Warriors. We have uh, Winona's Kitchen. We have Grandma's Kitchen. We have Main Kitchen. Uh, we have Iguala. And uh, the uh, Camp Southwest and Two-Spirit Camp are expanding to be able to uh, bring in new folks to come in. So if folks are coming and they have warm gear, sleeping bags, they can just keep their stuff in the car and then join in in one of the large areas. So when it gets really cold, we'll all be warm and cozy. Because cold, we mean like 40 below, 20 below. Is that right? I mean, I'm from Minneapolis. I know a cold Minnesota winter, and the cold North Dakota winter is even more so with the wind blowing across the prairie. Is that right? Oh, yeah. We got lots of wind, and, yeah. uh, and it, you know, it's and challenging. You have, your yurt, you have a yurt, uh, the, the, uh, yurt for yourself. Is that right? Where you could go every night well, if, actually, if you do I sleep. Mean, if you... A friend donated a, a little eight-foot yurt for me, and it's very cozy. Uh, I just got it all set up, but I felt that a better use of that yurt would be for, uh, we have a, a wonderful medical complex with lots of large yurts. We have a beautiful teepee with horses all over it that is for the counselors who are working with folks who have experienced trauma, especially people who've been arrested and just come out of jail, and they can come and speak with counselors, excellent excellent counselors there. And then the little yurt I've set up right next to the teepee because it's a wonderful space to have one-on-one. It's private and warm and that folks can have that, that close connection with the counselor and a safe place to be. It is right next to, adjacent to the main teepee there. And that feels like a wonderful safe place. So um, I've set it up for that. And I am uh, sleeping in my 93 Subaru quite comfortably. I have, uh, when I stretch out in the back, I've got a half an inch there. 
I've actually been traveling in this little vehicle for over a year now, and I'm, I'm very comfortable in it and with the windows up. Oh, I've uh, been in it. I know the one you mean. Uh, the, the, the one you had there at the Rainbow Gathering, in uh, the, at the Rainbow Gathering uh, in uh, the Green Mountains. Is that right? That's right. Well, I was That's in right. it. I know exactly. I'm in my mind. Hell yeah. Feather. Hey, so good you have this great spot. I know it. So I have a I I wanted to check in on um kind of I mean what kind of what's going on uh in the bigger framework. Um you know, I I've heard that the the US Army Corps of Engineers was was kind of now a little bit more um, responsive, being more responsive, trying to say, well, we're going to do some more, re- uh, you know, cultural consultation and environmental review before we grant these easements. Um, do you have an update on, on what's been going on in that regard? Hey, good idea. Good well, meetings. The elders have been meeting with them. And uh, we have a, uh, also, we now have a Standing Rock class action um, law, um, legal um work that we're doing to uh, hold people responsible. So that's a wonderful thing, and that is up and running. Anybody could take a look at that. It's online. It's uh, standingrockclassaction.org. Standing Rock, Standing Rock what action? Standing Rock Class Action. Classaction.org. <clears throat> so we have that. We have people remotely that are helping with that. And we could use more help for that. Anybody who would want to go to that website and would say, hey, I could help out. We're, one of the things we're asking people to do from wherever they are is to um, like watch some of the videos that are up. We have a huge collection of the videos. And this has been, um, we have an archive. And we're asking people, one of the things that's needed is if they would like to participate by watching a video and then writing a short paragraph about that video. So we're... Uh, that's for people to watch, and it's also for the lawsuit. So that would be a big help that could be could be done by people from anywhere. Uh, and if you wanted to help on that legal end, that would be great. Um, also, we have a, a wonderful native uh, law expert who is helping out, too. And his name is uh, Ronnie Middlebear Davis. And he is helping out. He's, his, his law firm is called Bears Law. And Ronnie Davis uh, has, also has a Facebook site. And he's working really hard out with his crew, with Bears Law. Uh, and he, one of the things he's doing is helping to return Native American children to their families so that the um, Child Protective Services is not taking these children away from their families and placing them in other homes. This has been a problem for decades and decades. So he's working on that, but he's also uh, very supportive and helping us out and very knowledgeable. And we have a fabulous uh, law expert here that has been working tirelessly for two months, doing a lot of research, working with archaeologists, with the tribal people, and and going through um, all the cases that relate to that, all the legal uh, treaties and everything and where violations have been and putting all that together so that we're ready for that. And we have a wonderful legal team uh, here that are right on site and they're helping people uh, with when they're arrested to be able to fill out their their affidavits as to what happened, 
and uh, illegal actions against them, injuries, uh, uh, inhumane treatment by the DAPL uh, guards and also by the, the local police, Morton County Sheriff's Department, and others uh, who have been just brutal in how they have treated the peaceful water protectors. So right. we're keeping an eye on that, and uh, they're also helping people. We're, we're having to expand and help people with their, with their court cases. And their and their um, you know what they're being charged with, and I think as you know, Amy Goodman was charged with trespassing, and uh, she came and went to her, I believe it was her arraignment, and they dropped the charges for her for trespassing because she was exercising her First Amendment right, freedom of the press. Hey, Van Feather. This be amazing yes. to hear. This is the most multifaceted community coming together to do good works, to find one another, to share, to support one another since, since, how can I say, since the dawn of time. And there's no doubt that what you're doing there is spreading around the world. I saw what happened today. I was there Tuesday at, as in front of City Hall. I know that's happening in every city. So, town. Feather, it's so good that you're for there for the duration. They're there to lend a hand because I know how well you lend a hand almost 24-7. And uh, I think, uh, is, do you see our brother Tenali there? I think he's there. Tenali was here. Okay. He was here for a while, and then, and then he left, but we have lots of other. Lucid's uh, coming through, too, right? Yeah, really together, rainbow experienced folks who are coming in and plugging in and helping out with food distribution, cutting wood, uh, working on uh, structures. And um, helping out in, in media and where you know wherever they fit in, where their expertise. Over these last couple months, I've taken one hour off, <laughs> and sometimes I work a 16-hour day. But Shoot, well, I know you, course. sister. I know you so well. I love you so much, and I'm so glad that every week, every Friday, you call in at this time to let us know what's happening, and we can let you know. Oh, one thing that's happening. That right now there's a truck uh, with the co-op of the San Francisco Food Bank being filled. Being, uh, they're having a, a kind of an uh, event they're supposed to be calling too. So when you hang up, I think they're called event over there on the other side of the other side of the bay. And I heard something like 800 pounds of sausage had been donated. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> I not I know you're not all vegans. Is that right? You got the great Sioux Nation, not vegans. Am I right? So a little carnivorous also, can be helpful, yeah, too. Not, there's some vegans here, but uh, the Great Sea Nation likes to have really good protein. That's what and we're talking about. So well, it's going to be coming your way. Okay. They're going to look for you, I think, and say, Diamond Dave says hello. Says, howdy, sister. <laughs> Diamond Dave sends his love. So anyway, Feather. I can help them uh, get here. Uh, some, it's, it's a little difficult at times, and it can be misleading. They might think, oh, my gosh, we can't get in there. The bridge is closed. The highway is closed. Not true. There is a, a closure on the bridge, but that is north of our camp. So anybody who's coming in, don't uh, believe any rumors or confusion that you cannot get in. Yes, you can get in, and we, and we welcome people. Um, it's so amazing, the unity. And, and there's uh, wonderful spiritual ceremonies happening at the Sacred Council Fire here. Uh, there's a, a beautiful ceremony that happens every morning. 
It's a water ceremony that's done by the women right by the river. And we start off at the main sacred uh, circle, and then we walk down to the river together, and the women do a beautiful ceremony, and lots of people uh, are there and experience it. And then when the ceremony's over, as the, river, the waters come, the women come out of the water, then uh, they shake hands, and everybody greets one another. We have sweat lodge set up. Uh, we're doing sweats for uh, women and men, and that's helping, you know, that's the balance of the male and the female energy and sacred ceremonies. Uh, it's, it's really incredible what's happening. So many people coming and offering what they have, carpenters, plumbers, uh, people bringing in supplies, uh, you know, warm gear, warm sleeping bags, blankets. Uh, it, just, it just keeps on coming. We're bringing in more teepees, making sure that everybody's going to be warm and cozy. Well, that's so beautiful. Feather, so beautiful to hear from you. And we'll hear from you again next week at this time because we hope to be a voice of, we are a voice of you and what's happening there and what's happening here. And about bringing it all together, this new spirit, this is where the world is going to look one day. But it's starting right there and it's spreading around the country and around the planet. Now, to Feather, thanks a lot. Thank you, we Feather. We love you, sister. We love you, sister. We do. And so do so many people out here in San Francisco that we had a beautiful stand with Standing Rock Sunrise Ceremony at our Civic Center outside of City Hall this week. Um, thousands of people came to uh, to in solidarity and um, to join together and and know that uh, uh, what what's happening out there in North Dakota and, and other places along that proposed pipeline, um, but especially there at this uh, Sacred Stone Camp, um, is something that everyone uh, really um, appreciates, supports, and and wants to see um, be be the new be be the new way of life. Yeah, <laughs> Lisa here says it matters. I give you a resource. We finally have a very good uh, website up. Okay. It is a PayPal that's working. If people would like to, to uh, see what's going on, <clears throat> it's on Facebook. It's called Ositi Sakawan Camp, which means uh, Seven Council Fires. How do you and spell that? It's spelled O C E T I S A K O W I N. Camp, C A M P, and we have that dot org, dot gmail, and the PayPal account to send donations to the big camp that's that's used for the most important things that are coming in is PayPal dot me slash O C E T I S A K O W I N Camp, C A M P. So that's how you find out what's going on. Okay, we will definitely post that on our on our Facebook page after the show when the podcast goes up, and um, and we'll we'll keep that in the in the notes from today's show absolutely, and we'll keep spreading the word and, and thank you for your do for everything you all all of you are doing out there. We love you, sister. And You're ta- welcome. Talk You're welcome. to you next week. You're an amazing right. human being, and I've known that for quite some time. I love you, sister. <laughs> And now we All have. All right, love you too. Like the San Francisco Co-op, get my get my number so we can help them get in here. Okay. All right. Okay. Oh, yeah, good... Thank you for your prayers and your support. It's so wonderful. All right, we're all one. We're all one. All one, all one indeed. And here's uh, we got Richard here. 
Uh, should we have Richard do a poem and then we got play and out there? And then we'll see. If jo- yeah, so let's maybe get a poem from Richard and then Joey. Joey, can, get ready. Who's been patiently uh, hanging Very out. Patiently. But we, it's, well, I'll post we have uh, what I was going to do uh, for next week. Yeah, hey, I forgot. Let me say this that uh, I got these tickets that were given to me. <laughs> David Rover. <laughs> yeah, this, uh, I actually, I just, I was just taking notes on this. We were talking about this before Feather called. So, David Rovix is in concert tonight. It's a benefit for the San Francisco Living Wage Coalition. It's happening at 2940 16th Street here in San Francisco tonight, the Redstone Building, at seven, starting at 7 o'clock. Um, these uh, Dave has some tickets here, so I bet if you come down and say hello, he might he'll hand you one probably. Uh, he's got some free tickets, free but tickets. they are ten dollars uh, nominally. Um, and uh, yeah, head down to twenty nine forty Sixteenth Street tonight at seven um, for the Do- David Rovix in concert. You can oh. check out also Living Wage Dash SF dot org, or you can call four one five eight six three one two two five. Perfect. Here's Richard. No, why don't you go to the music because we've been talking too much. Yeah. I know. That's well, let's do a little music. Yeah. Maybe, hey, Joey. Break it up. Well, I know. All right. Now, all right. Joey. <laughs> hey, uh, you want to be on now? Everybody's going to go. on the button my finger is on and, the button and Joey Joey Stewart has been waiting patiently our blues man here uh, Joey thank you for being here and for waiting and would love to have you play some play some tunes my friend it is your show that's a little thing called living hand to mouth Living hand to mouth 
Well, I'm tired, little girl, of playing cat and mouse. Well, if you work for a living, you know what I'm talking about. Well, I give you my money, baby, seven days a week. All I want from you is a little love, so to speak. I'm so tired. Lord, I'm looking hand to your mouth. Well, if you work for a living, baby, you know what I'm talking about.
after you Like I've been left out all alone in the falling rain Lord, in the falling rain Sometimes I feel, baby I've been let down in the falling rain. I got money in my pocket, but I've got no one here to share my only game. Thank you, Joey. Thank you for that. We need a little blues in here. That you're an amazing guitar player, man. So good, so talented. Johnny, Joey. Anyway, and so talented. Richard, sort of getting welcome back a little bit. I didn't have my headphones in to hear what Feather was talking about, but we had something much, much, much smaller out there at Segorate. Uh, I don't know if you remember that, about three years ago, where native people up there, uh, we occupied the uh, Ohlone uh, lands over there in, uh, oh, in, in, in uh, Glen Cole. Yeah, I remember that. I do uh, remember that. So it was a very small setup, but what she's got oh, there is like 14 times enough. They got 14 kitchens. We only had one. <laughs> so, I mean, you know. And Feathers, I can assure you, I know Feathers so well. She knows what's going on. You can hear her, and she's in the center of it. Take it away, Richard. All right. Well, I'm going to read uh, just more broken treaties. Um, Usa, you break more treaties daily. As private security beat pepper spray and arrest reporters for reporting and protesters exercising their rights, these private cops, along with the public officials, are in league of the most dishonorable all across our ring of light and dark. Protesters in solidarity, protecting what is sacred. If you don't believe in the sacred, clean, alive, may explain a lot why we are where we are. Usa, 
Your own government stole all that is yours, and they gave it to their bosses. Now you pay for what was yours. It worked so well in Chile, uh, but you weren't watching. Worked even better against aboriginals of Turtle Island, but you didn't care. Usa, you may be in trouble. The seventh generation is here. The seventh generation is here. It is here. We can see it happening. We're hearing about it from Feather. We could feel it within and without. It is going to be happening in San Francisco as it's happening. This is resistance and rebellion arising up and building a community. The IWW and their constitution used to say, uh, uh, did say, we're building the new society in the shell of the old. And Dave, when you and I were talking on the phone uh, yesterday about today, getting getting on the same page, we talked about how uh, we here on the Common Thread Collective uh, can act as a, a, a counterweight to all the bad stuff that's going on so we can swing that, posi- that pendulum in the positive direction. Uh, voice up. And what we do every week here is two people out there are invited or welcome to come. I'm going to be going around. I've been a little having a problem with my back situation. But I talk about uh, I talk uh, I talk to folks about it's time to reoccupy. Hey, here's Barbara. She's got a poem. Oh, good. We wind up poem, and it's so good to see her writing poetry again and joining us. Barbara, you look pretty good. Okay, take it. Okay, can you uh, hear me on this one? We, yeah, I believe we can. Um, David, do you mind repeating that event one more time? The one tonight. The, da- uh, the one you were just speaking about, David oh, Rovac. Uh, David uh, David Rovac for the Living Wage Coalition at the Redstone Building tonight at seven. I got some tickets. Otherwise, it's ten dollars. Come on through. Rovac is an anarchist. He's kind of like the Woody Guthrie of today. If Woody Guthrie had gone to Yale and was an anarchist, it would be David Rovac. And he comes comes here. He comes once in a while. And he'll be at the Redstone Building, 2940 16th Street. Living Wage Coalition. Yeah, the Living Wage Coalition. Um, 7 o'clock tonight. Um, okay, there was a request for that. Okay. Okay, so <clears throat> this is called um, Special Education Classroom. It's a yellow lighted room with evidence of people who live in peace and laughter. Kindness evidence in maps, books, artwork, liquid soap, large chip bags clipped together, green tea bags, Avon lotion, Uno deck cards. Black Lives Matter poster, plants, paints, glue, and hand sanitizers. I'm able to add water to my hair and finger through hair cream to see in a simple square mirror what happens. I'm able to use the computer for hours, being ahead of the curve for extra work. Or sneak in some Costco trail mix as the students are on a field trip to the aquarium. A room that hints of gaining back the imagination in a tired world. I can try to escape homelessness by looking at ads on Craigslist. But by the afternoon, I find myself, as usual, too alone, yet safe in the knowledge that when they return, we'll do what we did before they left. We'll talk and laugh a little bit in peace. Beautiful. And that's uh, Barbara. And that was today at Mission High School, is that right? Where you were, were you a substitute teacher in special ed, which is your specialty? Am I right so far? Yes. Well, that's beautiful. Uh, <laughs> that's about each of them doing. And Lisa, why don't you have what well, about the wind you, up? Thank you, Barbara. Let's and hear some wind up words from you. Richard, uh, was that the only one you had? 
for today? Well, I thought, I thought you guys were moving on. Oh, no, we have time for another one. Oh, I mean, we, we do have just about 10 minutes left in the show. Okay, so, uh, Lisa, you, do you help us go out? Is no, that all right? Go ahead, and I can come back. Uh, I, I don't have anything planned, but oh. there's lots of things that we can talk about. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what's going on in your mind at this moment? What adjective or noun is coming, popping up in your head, Val? 10 minutes. <laughs> 10 minutes. You know, in 10 minutes, there's a lot you can do to take care of yourself each day. You don't need an hour. You don't even need 45. You can do a lot in 10 minutes. Starting with those sighs. So starting with those nice, big, ridiculous sighs. The bigger you fill up, the more you get those muscles that you forgot you owned. Well, let's do, do a couple of them, and then we'll turn it over to Richard to take us out. How's that, Val? You might have something too, dude. We also, while we're taking our size, we can also think about how the the voices in our clown car in our head talk to each other. Are we being kind upstairs in that peanut gallery? That's an important thing. And sometimes we need to remember that that one that loves to drive isn't always best for every context. Wow. Oh. So beautiful. So when we take those big sighs, we start to fluff the feathers and reset the. And sometimes clown cars parts get reorganized, and we find there's no longer a knee in our back, and uh, and we remember who is best driving and living for our our leadership from within. Well, from within to without and without to within, here we be. Lisa, I hope you keep coming back and adding those sides, adding what you have to we'll bring into the situation, which is going to get more and more intense and more and more interesting and more and more where will we be finding yourself up. And a, we keep getting more and more used to it, and more and more used to living presently together creating change regularly right now and, and spreading it around the internet and present and, and presently i i want to hand over the the mic to richard sanderell so right, he can well, share i'm going to give you a couple of shards meaning they're just one sentence uh uh it's kind of a well, i'll just say it don't blame me for the 90s i voted for george clinton and leslie gore <laughs> George George Clinton and Leslie Gore. Twist. Free your mind and your ass will follow. That's Go right. And another one is uh, all empires are gilded in gold before the fall. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> and uh, just more broken treaties. Usa. Wait a minute, did I read this before? You did. Oh, that's the wrong one. That's okay. I, 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 wait a minute, I said that sounds familiar. It was a good one. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, I, I'm gone. Oh, the new anthem. Let's read that one. The new anthem. All right, take it away. Perfect. Where is it? Where'd it go? The new anthem. Where are we here? You here? Oh, the new anthem. This is a place called, there is, there is a place called the Sleeping Lady Cafe, a co-op in Fairfax, built when much is an experiment, directions everywhere, back, present, future. Miles Davis, new directions in music, back, present, future, together. This is a heady time.
Miles' music, a new national anthem with the influences of Sly Stone and Jimi Hendrix. Time of change. As Sly Stone, as Sly Stone said, stand as Jimmy becomes voodoo child. All became anthems. Now, now. is a time not to be afraid. Don't be afraid. Thank you. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. afraid. Reach out. You're so well made. Reach out. Sometimes I am. (laughs) Always are. We just forget how to use our manual sometimes. Don't be afraid. I think that's a great place to uh, wrap up uh, the theme of our show today, which is uh, staying connected, connecting with with new people, people who you run into on the street who just want to talk and connect. And let's let's get that reconnection once again. Um, And uh, it's the only way forward out of this out of these messy, messy times. So I want to read a poem that I wrote at. well, sitting at Cafe Trieste about a year or so ago here in North Beach. And uh, I think it's about how close of a, all of us really are. To the mundane and the uproarious, to the violence and the outspoken distrust, I'm a witness. Shades fluttering in this blustery menagerie, aged and naive, stressed or released, authorized and disenfranchised, housed and exposed, forgotten and noted. I am free and held captive, poised to perceive, destined to enhance some understanding, share glimmers of truth from this infinitely expanding and confusing confluence of paradox, walking down these city blocks, holding a mirror and a very short string. You've been listening to the Common Thread Collective here on MutinyRadio.fm, San Francisco in the Mission District. I'm Global Val. Uh, thanks, everybody. Thanks, Diamond Dave, Bloodflower, Lisa, Richard, Barbara, Joey. Uh, everybody was a part of the show today. Feather for calling in. Everyone out at Standing Rock. And um, we did have a beautiful gathering here in San Francisco on Tuesday. You should uh, go online and watch some of the things that happened on that beautiful morning. I'll let you go with this little video from the No Dakota Access Pipeline San Francisco Sunrise Ceremony March and Rally. Um, remember next uh, next Friday uh, we will not be here to do the Common Thread Collective as a live show. We'll be back the first Friday in December and uh, we're looking forward to it. In the meantime peace love, connection, education, looking forward and being our best selves. Get activated, y'all.
actually going to leave you with this. Uh, this is um, a little video from the Alcatraz Sunrise Ceremony, the real Thanksgiving documentary. You can find it on YouTube. And uh, remember, on the Thanksgiving morning, they always have the, Sam, uh, the in, on Alcatraz the Sunrise Ceremony. So um, there are still some tickets, I believe, available for some of the ferries that are going out there. It's, a, it's only a special occasion. Uh, it, it doesn't happen otherwise um, on Thanksgiving Day. Um, I'd hope to go someday, but here's a little, uh, a little bit from it. is thousands of people that have come here on Thanksgiving very early in the morning. We've set off at 4.30 in the morning on a boat to get here. And what's happening is um, the celebration and coming together of Native Americans from all around the world. So what we've seen this morning is dancing and bonfires. And now we're going to watch the sunrise. If you look, it's a gorgeous view over here. You can literally see uh, hundreds of people all lined up at the end of, um, of the walls would you like to come in now would you like to come inside would you like to come in now would you like to come inside would you like to come in now would you like to come inside would you like to come in now Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of mutinyradio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. Mutinyradio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shitface McRat. <laughs> Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's Underground 
Comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastics deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere $5 every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I used to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. Want to go to Burning Man, but you don't have the right goggles, costume, or attitude? Visit 20 Mission Hive at 2415 Mission Street between 20th and 21st in the heart of the Mission District. Easily accessible by BART, this collective of unique artists and vendors has eclectic handmade clothing, leatherwork, artisan jewelry, antiques, crystals, and there's even an amazing florist. Whisper pirate ship to your 20 Mission High vendor for a special 10% discount on the coolest, most original items in San Francisco. That's 20 Mission Hive with eight vendors and like them on Facebook at 20 Mission Hive. 20 Mission Hive for awesome events and updates. The dictionary definition of the adjective eclectic is selecting or choosing from various sources. When Bay Area musician J.D. Buell brings you Morning Train Wednesday, 10 a.m. to noon on Mutiny Radio, that is exactly what he does. Select music from various sources to give you a unique listening experience. Rock, pop, jazz, bluegrass, gospel, funk, reggae, folk, blues, country and western, electronica, soul, disco, rhythm and blues, punk and post-punk. Come together with music from around the world with Buell's passionate and down-to-earth delivery. In an age of personal music delivery systems, J.D. Buell carries on the values of progressive FM radio when a listener could actually have a relationship with a programmer, someone who would create an eclectic musical environment wherein both listener and host find fulfillment. The Morning Train with J.D. Buell, Wednesday, 10 to noon on mutinyradio.fm. Freeform radio for free minds. awesome and underground space for an event? Look no further than mutinyradio.fm. Our 30-seat flexible space can accommodate your acoustic band, birthday party, comedy show, dance party, karaoke super fun, theater event, fundraiser. If you think it, we can do it. You run the door in promotion, we run the sound, space, and podcast. Rentals available Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10 at Mutiny Radio FM's Performance Space at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission at 21st in Florida. Contact Pam at pamsadai at hotmail.com for more options and booking dates. 
incredible socialist prices so you can be creative in a free speech space without breaking the bank. That's Mutiny Radio Rentals every Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10. Book your event now. Well, hey there, San Francisco. If you're looking for some delicious late-night food, I suggest you mosey on down to Bender's Bar. Inside, you can find Counter Offer, offering you amazing late-night food and snacks. Try the chicken biscuit. It's like your stomach's in a tasty tornado. They have exceptionally great daily ground sustainable burgers with sides of tater tots, grilled asparagus, and delicious zucchini, and creamy-licious mac and cheese. You like tacos? They got them! And from the specials, very deep fried fish sandwich to a stoner burger with a donut bun. What are those crazy potheads gonna come up with next? Go to the counter offer inside of Brenda's Bar at 800 South Van Ness Avenue. San Francisco is located between 19th Street and 20th Street in the Mission District. Open seven nights a week from 5 to 10 p.m. or later. Counter offer, son! hour what could be happier than 23 comics doing jokes for each other and at a radio listening audience puppets kittens unicorns porn maybe oh well stage time makes them happy and this super happy comedy open mic is open every friday from 6 to 8 p.m but you can also listen anytime by downloading the podcast at mutiny radio fm index at podcasts pcrcollective.org So come live or listen later or to every happy hour mic Friday from 6 to 8 p.m. at Radio FL Mutiny Radio. I just fucked that up. Again, what the fuck is wrong with me? Yeah! I got it. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've given it a thought of two. You know, if you go to Joke Workshop, there's more than two peoples 
paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dag nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! To every happy hour mic Friday from 6 to 8 p.m. at Radio FL Mutiny Radio. I just fucked that up again. What the fuck is wrong with me? Yeah! I got it. Hey, this is Mutiny Radio.fm. You're listening to Flat Black Plastic Show. Enjoy. Mm-hmm. 